Hi there. Welcome to Your AHA Life, the podcast for those who want more for their lives, more joy, more purpose, and more fulfillment. I'm your host, Tanya Harris Cornelius. In each episode, I will bring you stories of insight and inspiration to help you craft the life you dream of living, your AHA life. After listening to today's podcast, Follow me over to my private Facebook group, The AHA Community, and on Instagram at tanya.youraha.life, and we'll continue the conversation. Now let's get started. Hi there, this is Tanya. Welcome back to Your AHA Life, the podcast. I have with me today, life and leadership coach, Beanie Klein. Beanie is going to be sharing with us on the topic of leveling up your personal and professional life. Before we get into today's conversation, I wanna remind you to subscribe to Your AHA Life, the podcast, leave a review, and remember to share it with your friends. Also, you can find out more about Your AHA Life by going to my website at www.youraha.life.com. And while you're there, sign up to be on my email list. You'll receive exclusive access to my monthly newsletter, the AHA Moment videos. These are bite-sized videos on various topics to support your AHA Life journey and the monthly accelerators. These are custom developed tools and resources I've designed to support you in living your best life. And the good news, all of these are complimentary just for being a part of the Your AHA Life global community. You can also follow me at Instagram at tanya.youraha.life. And then once this episode wraps up, join me in my private Facebook group, The AHA Community and we will continue the conversation. Now, let's go on to the show. Beanie Klein, as I said, is a life and leadership coach who is passionate about helping professionals grow their careers and reach their goals while maintaining work-life balance. She believes, as I do, that you don't have to choose between financial success, quality time with your family, strong relationships with friends, and time for yourself. Beanie specializes in time management, work-life balance, productivity, navigating change, building confidence, and setting achievable goals. Beanie earned her degree in psychology before going to work in the nonprofit sector, helping others achieve their goals, all while balancing her own in her own life, being a wife and mother, and pursuing her personal aspirations. Beanie realized that she had a natural skill and a passion for coaching others and decided to pursue coaching full-time. She is enrolled in IPEC, which is an ICF accredited coaching program. She offers a full range of coaching services, everything from one-on-one coaching to workshops, team training, and public speaking. Beanie and I will be having a conversation on leveling up your personal and professional life. So, listen in. Hello, this is Tanya. Welcome back to Your AHA Life. I have with me Beanie Klein. Hi, Beanie. 
Hi, thank yeah. you for having me here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. So glad that we actually uh, met and we are getting doing this together. Same. We have so much in common, you know, as we were talking uh, initially, just, you know, you're going through your IPEC coaching certification right now. And I finished mine just a couple of years ago, and that's a really rigorous program. And so I wish you all the best as you are starting to wrap up, wrap that up now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. It's really an incredible program. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's great. I mean, it's, it's so thorough and which is it prepares you so well. So I, um, I do. I wish you wish you the best. Well, today we're going to be talking about leveling up. You know, that's what you do with your clients, helping your clients to, to level up in their personal and professional lives. And um, before we get into that, though, I, I read your bio prior to um, you coming on. And I want to just give you a little chance to see if there's anything else that you would like to add about your own personal journey before we dig into the topic. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Yeah. So growing up, I always saw my parents helping people. You know, my parents started an organization benefiting children with special needs. They started the Friendship Circle in Miami. And I always loved watching them help people. And I always told myself, like, I'm going to have a career where I help people no matter what. Like, I did not know what shape or form it was going to be, but I knew that I was going to be helping people. And I kind of dabbled in communications and recruiting and a few different things. And then when I found coaching, it totally fit because I loved how, um, how forward thinking it was and how I could really help help people become the best version of themselves. And I love that in coaching, it's not consulting and that really you help people become the expert in their own lives. And I love that because I really find that oftentimes when you give so much advice, you really limit the person that you're working with to your situation. You just tell them, you know, what works for me and do this. And they're kind of always bound to you. But here it's like, you know, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. And I feel like that is coaching, like helping people look deep inside themselves, figure out what works for them, how to reach their goals. And really, they're really the expert on their own journey. So it's really been amazing um, starting my own, my own business and helping so many um, amazing professionals and entrepreneurs reach their goals. So yeah, that's short about my background. Yeah, but that's, that's huge. You got a lot going on. You are, you know, a wife and a mother to a little one and you have your own business now and you're so right. Coaching is so rewarding and um, you're right. You're right. If we're giving advice, we're just telling them from our own perspective versus believing that for whatever question our clients have, they also have the answers and just helping them to pull those answers out a little bit more um, of, the, of themselves uh, actually helps them to do the fishing on their own. I love that you said that. Um, so we're going through interesting times and I wanted to bring this up because I, I know that you and I exchanged some emails ab about this. So COVID, right, this pandemic, um, Hopefully, we're coming near the end uh, of, of this mass pandemic with the vaccines being available now. But uh, it's during COVID has just been, you know, something unprecedented. I know that's a word that's used all the time, but unprecedented in, in nothing that I've ever encountered. And I'm way older than, than you are. Um, so, but you said something interesting. You said it was during this time. That, that you actually had a breakthrough moment. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, of course, of course. So yeah, it was definitely interesting times. You know, when when uh, the pandemic broke out, so there was definitely those, those couple weeks, that first month or so that were definitely felt scary and chaotic. And we were stocking up on toilet paper like everybody else. It was definitely <laughs> in that, you know, survival mode. And so, you know, after all that, I started really thinking about it, you know, as, as, as we realized that it wasn't going to be a few weeks, and it was definitely going to be a few months or even longer. I already started to think about, you know, my daughter's so little and you know she's seeing us with masks she doesn't really understand but later on I'm going to tell my children and my grandchildren about this time the times that we wore masks and we stayed home and about you know these unprecedented times and I started thinking about who do I want to be during this time who do I want to tell my children and my grandchildren that I was you know do I want to be the person who you know, use this time to watch a lot of TV, which, you know, maybe that's, you know, some people what that works out for. Do I want to spend this time fighting? You know, there was a lot of tension. What, what do I want to be able to look back at this time and be able to share with my family and say that I was doing? And around that same time, I started really realizing how much our mind affects our results, which I know we'll talk about a little bit soon. And I realized that, you know, just because so many people are, are scared and people are saying this is not the time to take risks and this is not the time to invest, I was like, just because people are saying that doesn't mean I need to make that my truth. Doesn't need doesn't mean I need to take that opinion and make it my own. And I was starting with coaching at that time. And I was starting to, you know, spread the word and reach out to people and get some interest. And I decided that, you know what, this is the time that I'm going to invest and I'm going to put all in and I'm really going to commit to my business and show up and be of service and see, and, and, you know, and see who bites and see what happens. And it was interesting because when I put my mind to it and I decided like, that's it, I'm going full force. I got such amazing feedback, people coming to me and wanting to work with me and wanting to change in their lives. And I think it's so beautiful that not only myself, but so many other people have had the best year ever in their business and nothing to do with selling PPE, just, just showing up and, and, and being your best self and providing and providing for other people, being of service has really been life-changing. And there's been so many people who have wanted to level up during this time and really, you know, take, take it up a notch in their personal life and their professional life. And so it was just interesting when I had that, when I had that awareness, first of all, like, who do I want to say that I was during this time? And I'm so proud that I'll be able to tell my daughter as she gets older and, you know, my future children or grandchildren, God willing, that, you know, I started a business, I was helping people, I was making money, I was, you know, doing something that I was passionate about. And also, you know, when, you know, when George, Floyd was murdered as well. That was also a time that I took a lot of time to reflect and to learn and to educate myself and to have those tough conversations. I just felt like I was really proud of how I um, showed up. And even though it was scary, took that leap. And also it was amazing to see so many other people doing that. And I really realized like this was the time that if you wanted to take advantage and work hard, the opportunity was and still is available. Wow. Wow, Beanie. If we stop this podcast, like right now, we will have already gotten so much. And it's so true, right? We don't get to control our, all of our circumstances, but we can always control. We can always have choice of how we will respond. And so good for you that you decided, you made a decision that how you want it to show up and then you went for it you know i just think it's so much courage and bravery and tenacity um to start a business during a time when a lot of people are you know just hunkering down just you know thinking of from a scarcity mindset a little bit and, and you can't even blame them that during a time like this just to just to lay low just to be safe just to protect what is already 
there. And, um, but what you did was really, you went out and you followed your dreams and your passion and it paid off for you. So, so happy for you. And so happy that you shared that because like I said, that's, that's a, that's worth a podcast right there of, of being able to look at our circumstances and saying, how do I want to show up? So, so good for you. So you are a level up kind of person. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gathering here. And so we're going to talk about this uh, leveling up. Now, when you say level up, we hear this term all the time. What do you mean when you use the term level up? Yeah, great question. So when I use the word level up, I mean really taking it up a notch in whatever it is that you're doing. So obviously everyone has their own standard, you know, when it comes to setting personal goals, setting professional goals. So for some people it's, you know, going from VP to, you know, CEO or president for some people it's hitting the next income goal for some people it's just finding that stability. So I really help people figure out where they are in their personal life, where they are in their professional life and how to really take it to the next level that works for them. And it's always about, for me and for the coaching that I do, it's always about the balance between the two. So, so many people want to focus on their professional life and growing and making those changes, but then, you know, they create all those changes there and then they start putting in so many hours and then their personal life really, you know, takes a hit. And then they're like, oh gosh, you know, I, I want, I want the money. I want the title. I want all that, but I don't want to have no relationship with my family, with my children, with my spouse. And so I really help people find the balance. So I help people figure out, you know, what are their goals? How do they want to level up in their profession, their professional life? But then how does the personal life relate to that as well? How do they find that balance? And then I help people really realize that you don't have to hustle and work 24 seven to get the results you want. You have to work hard, definitely. But we always bring in the peace of mindset and that, you know, your priorities, figuring out what your priorities are and how to get that done in a way that you feel calm and at ease. Because when you're, you know, making a lot of money and even technically spending the amount of hours with your family, but you're always stressed. You know, when you're with your family, you're stressed about work. And when you're at work, you're stressed about your family. Then that's not really leveling up. So it's figuring out what are your goals in your personal life? What are your goals in your professional life? How do you reach the two? And how do you reach them with a calm, you know, relaxed, energized state of mind? I think that's so important, especially for high achieving people, high achievers, overachievers is finding that modulation, right? Finding a way in which you can have both. As I read in, in your bio, you know, that the, while, while yes, there are some, some decisions you have to make, you don't have to trade one for the other that you can have success in your personal life and in your professional life. It is just being smart about the decisions that, um, that you're making. So I love that your definition and how you work with your clients on leveling up takes into account the whole life of, of the person. It's not just getting this next, you know, uh, climbing the next rung on the ladder or um, whatever, whatever their goals uh, might be. So um, that's really exactly. great. Now, yeah, and I really did that in my own lifetime, you know, because I, I first when I was starting my business and even before this, I was always like trying to trying to work harder. You know, I was definitely always that overachiever, like I want to get it done, get it done, get it done. And then, you know, when I'd be with my family, I'd be thinking about, OK, I have this half hour with them and then I'm going to go back to work. And it's so interesting because I am 
at the most successful point in my business, yet I'm actually taking the most time for my family and I'm more consistent in exercise than I ever was before. I do exercise every day. Like I take that time for myself, non-negotiable. I don't work on the weekends. I, you know, spend time with my husband and my daughter. Yet at the same time, my business is growing and taking off like never before. So it's so interesting that that balance is really possible if you want to make it happen. And that's really what I work with people on. And it can happen. And I think, you know, people get afraid of that, right? So I, I'm, you know, kind of my next thought or question around this is, you know, what do you think really keeps people from leveling up? And, um, you know, I, the reason I ask this question, I'm in a book club in my AHA community, and we're reading Jen Sincero's book, uh, finally, after years, reading her book, You Are a Badass. And she has these just really pithy quotes uh, throughout the book, but she says, you need to go from wanting to change your life to deciding to change your life. And that is something that really stuck with me because so many people want um, personal and professional success and all of this balance, um, but not very many people can find their way there, particularly without a coach or, or someone. So what do you think um, really is the thing or things that get in the person's way most often? Yeah, it's a great, great question. So I think it's a, it's a couple of things. So first of all, it's the deciding. I definitely think that a huge part of this is having the vision. So instead of just being like, I want more in my career, or I want more in my family, actually create that vision. I always try to help my clients do this. And I've talked about this in some of my free trainings as well, is that you have to have a vision when it comes to the new year or just when it comes to creating a change. Think about that change that you want to create. Think a year down the line and think, what do I want my life to look like? You know, where do I want to be in my career? How do I want to feel in my career? How do I want to be with my relationships? And so I think sometimes we want to level up, but we don't have that vision and we don't decide like, this is my vision and I'm going for it. This is my goal and I'm going for it. It's hard to actually get there. And it's just easy to go from one year to the next and wanting to do it, but not actually making it happen. I think that that is a big, a big one. And I think the second part to that is having a clear why, right? So sometimes we yes. want to level up in our, you know, in our professional life, for example, we want to get that promotion, but you know, we, we, we don't think about the promotion more than the promotion itself. And then when it gets really hard, let's say, and you know, your boss is giving you a hard time or, you know, it's COVID or whatever, whatever the circumstance is, and it gets hard, you could slack off, right? It's normal. So a lot of times you're setting a goal that is really hard, but when you have a why, it's almost as if you give that goal wings and that goal goes so much further and you're able to you're able to reach it so much quicker because when it gets hard you remember your why so for example if your why is you know if you get that promotion you're going to make a lot more money and you're going to be able to provide your family with xyz or you're going to feel this way and you're going to be able to do this then even when it gets really hard you're so much more likely to stick it through because you have that clear why and that was like with me with exercise like for a long time i was like on and off with exercise i knew i wanted to do it and i was like i'm I'm going to work out. I'm going to work out. And it just never really happened until I made a vision, you know, and I thought about it more and I was like, why do I even want to exercise? Like, what is my why? And my why was that I would feel so much more confident and I would show up differently and I'd be a better mom and I'd be a better wife. And ever since I made that, and then I also like made a plan around it, which we could talk about in a little bit about, you know, a few, a few tips around goal setting, but I made a plan. Like, this is the workout I'm going to do X amount of times per week. I haven't missed in like basically a year now because I wow. attached a Y to it. It wasn't just like, yeah, like I do five or six days a week. And because it wasn't exercise in itself, it's now 
it's now a clear plan and, I, and, I, and I'm reaping those benefits. You know, I'm showing up differently in my business. I'm showing up differently in my household and my relationships. And so I think having a why and um, really deciding that you're going to go for that goal. And then, of course, the accountability piece. I think having a coach or having a spouse or somebody that's going to hold you accountable. They say that when you um, are accountable to your goals, you're 55% more likely to achieve that. So if you just tell yourself you're going to do something and move on, it's not as great as having that coach or having that person in your life that's really going to check in on you and push you um, to really get it done. So I, I have a little confession here because you and I were trading some, some Instagram messages back and forth. And I was telling you about my past, you know, running and I had stopped running and, you know, I still see myself as a runner, not, you know, I'm not a long distance runner or anything. It's really was just, you know, two or three miles a couple of times a week, two or three times a week. But a couple of years ago or so I stopped because I had some stress fractures in my ankle, long story short. I told you that by the end of the week, I would have, I would have gone, okay, it didn't happen. So what you're saying is, and, and this is what happens with everyone, right? So certain goals, I am very disciplined around and, and will do them, you know, without any prompting, um, because they're kind of just part of my life now. Uh, but um, the getting back into the workout, I gotta, I have to dig in to say, why is that important to me? So what, what's my why in that? And then perhaps let you be my accountability partner to um, check on me. So um, I failed this time, but I'll get better, Beanie, I promise. Absolutely, you let me know. Yeah, you know, I wanted to bring up also during this time, and I know we're gonna talk a little bit more about goals, goal setting in just a moment, but, um, you know, I just finished writing this blog. This is why it's fresh in my mind on self-concordant goals. And that one of the reasons um, people don't always achieve their goals, we know that less than 10% of the people actually uh, who set goals actually achieve them. Um, and, uh, you know, some, sometimes it's in the process. Sometimes it's the, they're so fixated on the outcome that they uh, are not uh, tending to that. But in this self-concordant goal, they were saying that sometimes it's the goal itself that is not aligned with who you are, not aligned with your values, not aligned with your even your strengths, um, but that you've set that goal perhaps because of external pressures or external forces, or you feel guilt in some way, I have to do this, I should do this, and that those goals are rarely ever achieved and even when they are achieved, they don't bring the level of satisfaction that, um, that a self-concordant goal would. So I just wanted to throw that in there. The blog will come out probably, I think, a couple of days after this podcast will come out. And I don't know, what did you, I know we're not definitely, I mean, we've got a couple of things we want to go through before we get uh, head on into, into goals, but I want to give you a chance to, to react to that if you have any immediate thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because in my, uh, I did a training around New Year's of how to set and achieve goals with ease. And that was actually one of my steps that I spoke about. I spoke about um, knowing your strengths and setting a goal because it works for you and it's unique to you and not because it's popular. And like I was talking about that so often we, you know, commit to a certain workout or we commit to a certain career because we find this to be so popular. And this was something that happened with a client of mine that she hadn't been exercising for a while. And she realized that it was because 
after after a lot of coaching that she has this bike that she bought and she felt so pressured to use it. So exercise to her meant the bike. But then when she realized that she really didn't like the bike and that she was open to any type of exercise, it didn't have to be that workout or nothing. She found something that she enjoyed and she's been doing it. It's been a couple of weeks. She's been doing it consistently. So it's so important to figure out what works for you and what pressure is maybe your family, your spouse, your friends, your community may be putting on you. Because if you're setting a goal that's not aligned with you, exactly what you said, you're, you're, you're not going to reach it. And you're definitely not going to do it in a way that you're proud of or that feels authentic to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a couple more things. Uh mindset. I know that you do a lot of mindset coaching and, um, you know, part of that mindset is this disbelief that you can have both. And, you know, I, I really just want to kind of understand, like, how do you work with your clients to really help them, you know, have a different mindset? How do they awaken, if you will, how do they awaken to this reality that you can have both? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things. So first, first off, just in our coaching in general, when we're working on goals, so often um, we don't reach our goal because there's something in the way. There's a belief that you have about yourself or about the situation that's not allowing you to reach your goal. So I, I'm really there to listen um, and pick out those pieces from what you're saying that will help my client figure out, you know, is this working for me? Is this belief serving me? Or maybe something's getting in the way for me um, achieving my goals. So like just a quick, quick example was, you know, someone I was working with was telling me about, about, I'm sorry, organizing and that she's really stressed around organizing and she feels like she needs to always have an organized house to be a good mom. And so we really worked on that and we, and we worked on that belief and that, you know, do you, do you really have to have a spick and span house to be a good mom and kind of reworked her mindset and figuring out how, how she's a good mom in other ways and really changing that belief. And now in her mind, she doesn't have like her status of being a good mom isn't tied to how organized or not organized her house is. So that's something I always work on is challenging those beliefs that may not be serving you, um, in relation to your goals or just your energy in general. And then I really help my clients also um, upgrade their mindset and really believe that any goal that they want is possible to achieve. So mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, you know, we work on, we, we first work on and focus on what their goals really are. And then I work on, I work with them on helping them embody that person who already achieves those goals now. So for example, if your goal is to um, reach a certain income level, so, you know, someone I was working with, it was, was $200,000 in her business. So, you know, how I asked her, how, how will you feel when you uh, reach that, that level? And she said, I'll feel really happy. So we we focused on, you know, how to feel really happy now and, and how would you show up if you made that $200,000? So I would be confident, I would be, you know, relaxed, I would not feel pressure. Okay, so all of those things, you have to start embodying that now to really be open to receive that. So I I get my clients to think of what their goal is and then to either journal is the best or just to think about each day, you know, think about being that person who already achieved your goals and then ask yourselves these questions. One is, how does that person feel? Two is how does that person show up? And three is how does that person think about the world? And really think about those three things and start to embody that person today. And another thing I get um, my clients to think about is, you know, what about their goals? You know, so often it's a goal that seems really challenging. And then I challenge that belief and I say, you know, what if it were easy? You know, what if it were easy to reach your goal? 
So then they would take away all that stress and all that pressure, and they might actually even have fun with trying to reach that goal. So through a lot of this mindset work of, you know, trying to already embody that person. And it's funny because sometimes, sometimes this can seem really fluffy if you've never done it before, but it really, you'll, you see when you try this, that like when you try on these thoughts, it really, really helps you because for the opposite, like I'll give you an opposite example. If you want to, let's say, get a certain job and you, and you know, you send in your resume and you get an interview, but when you're going into the interview, you really believe deep down that, you know, a woman can't get this job or, you know, there's so many people that are more qualified than you you very, very probably won't get the job just because of your energy and the way you show up. And the opposite is, you know, if you're trying to reach, if you're trying to reach, you know, a promotion and you think like, this is easy, making money is easy to me. You show up with so much, with like a, so much higher le level of energy and you just attract that to you. So it's just really important. Even if it feels funny in the beginning, just think about, it. you know, you're trying to buy a certain car for your family. Think, wow, it feels so nice to have this car. Wow. It's so comfortable. It's so luxurious. This actually happened with someone that I worked with and she thought it was crazy. It was a luxury car that she wanted for her family. Turns out last week she ended up buying the car because she was just embodying that person who owned that car, who had that, you know, level of class. And so, yeah, we work on thinking about thinking about those thoughts, trying to be that person throughout the day and um, trying to pick out if there's any beliefs that are limiting you uh, from, you know, whatever it is. One last example was someone that I was working with in the beginning of Corona. She wanted to get a new job. She was working on getting a new job, but we realized that what was holding her back was that she really believed that she didn't deserve a new job because so many people were out of work and she wanted to get a new job. And so, you know, once we worked through that and she said, I could get a new job, during Corona, just because I have something else, I'm capable and worthy of getting something better. She ended up actually finding something not too long afterwards. So, so much of it to make, to make it short is mindset. So we work through a lot of these techniques and obviously it's more personalized to whatever the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. But the mindset is what we think our thoughts are, are powerful. They, we, we are not our thoughts, but are, we move into, in the direction of our thoughts. And I love that you brought up energy. So I, I know that we, we learned that through uh, IPEC, these levels of energy and is such a difference maker. Once you know, you know, kind of your energetically what you're putting out there and how you get to choose um, like you said, you choose how you're going to show up and, and embody the, you know, what you really want. And, and it's amazing how, you know, the universe, if you will, starts to line up um, with that. The, the other thing uh, we talked about a little bit or had some exchange about was fear, right? So fear uh, getting in the way. And I, re I remember you saying that you had a personal story around, you know, someone, or maybe it was you, I don't know, who um, maybe dealt with, you know, fear or, I, am I recalling that correctly? Yeah, yeah. So I said that sometimes people ask when it comes to goals, like I have this goal, um, but committing to this goal is really scary. It could be a big risk. So should I go for it or not? So obviously every story is different, but just wanted to share something personal that happened to me very recently is, um, so before I started my coaching business, I had another job. And then when I went, when I, when I started my coaching business and I started my certification, I kept the job part-time because it was something that I had done for a while. It really honestly was just easy for me. I was getting paid very nicely for it and it just made sense. And then as time went and my business started taking off and more so, more so than even the time in the business, like we were just saying, it was a lot of mindset. I wanted to be full-time. I knew that my coaching business, I was meant to serve. I was meant to 
be a coach and meant to grow as being a coach. And having that part-time job was really taking away from that mindset and that energy space because I had to be busy with that as well. But it was scary for me to think about leaving it because I technically had the time to do it and it really was paying me nicely. And it made me feel comfortable in my coaching business because I always had that you know, part-time income to fall back on. And then something just clicked that you know, even though it's scary and even though it was a risk, I felt like it was worth it because I was so clear and passionate about what my goal was and that I knew that I was destined to have a very successful coaching business where I would be helping people every single day. And that was what was meant for me. And so even though it was so scary and I technically had the time for it, I knew how much quicker I'd be able to move forward in my business. And so I decided to give leave at, at that job. And just even the second that I gave leave, I started showing up so much more powerfully on social media and in my coaching sessions. And I started to see growth and success right away, even quicker. And so it was just interesting for me to see that. And I, right away, I realized that this was like the first big risk that I took in my coaching business because having a business while having another job, it's, it's great, but you're not, you're not putting all your eggs in and saying, this is what I felt like it's kind of what I'm yeah. doing. You know, I still have, you know, my full-time job as I am you know, kind of laying the foundation, but I do feel like, okay, you know, I, I interviewed this, this woman, Tiffany, um, a few podcasts ago, and she said, you know, you kind of have to plant your feet in one or the other, because the universe is trying to decide, do you want this or do you want that? I'll, I'll, I will open up things for you, but you got to tell me, like, which one are you trying to do? And that was just, that's something that rung so true to me. And what you did was you, you, you made a decision because an indecision is a decision. I mean, I have a strategy, so I, I have decided. So mine is just a, is a different strategy, but for many people, yeah, they are kind of playing both sides uh, and not really um, making a decision. And that is actually probably slowing us down, slowing them down um, from from really going all in on on their dreams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was definitely, but I knew right when I made that decision that I'm going to be able to inspire people in my coaching and you know in podcasts and just by telling people the story because I think so many people you know when they start a new business maybe they were let go or they didn't have something before but it is really really hard to let go of that security net but it's so worth it. So I knew right away, although it was so scary, I'm like, I'm going to be able to use this and inspire and empower other people to do the same in their own life or, you know, whatever it translates into. It is. It's inspiring. Yes. You're very inspiring. as a matter of fact, let's talk about goal setting. We touched on it a, a little bit. And as a coach, that's a lot of what we do. So that's a lot of what you're doing with your clients. You're helping them to identify goals that you know, matter to them. Um, and this is such a busy time of year, you know, at the beginning of the year, everyone's setting goals and, and all of that. And, and as I said earlier, um, most of the people do not see their goals all the way through. And I know you're extremely passionate about this area. We're going to do a workshop later together uh, at the end of March. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about goal setting. But why don't you share with us a little bit of how you work with your clients around goal setting and what are some tricks or tips or advice or whatever um, to ensure that you increase the chances of you actually achieving your goals? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is something I, I mean, I think all coaches work on it to some degree or in some capacity, mm -hmm. but this is definitely something I work on a lot in my program level up. I actually have four pillars and it's always customized to who I'm working with, but one of them is clarifying your goals. The second is time management. The third is energy and exercise. And the fourth is keeping your calm and mindset. So when it comes to clarifying your goals, which is step number one, so I'll give some quick tips that are so helpful. And if you're thinking about setting any goal, you must implement these. So step one is always to define the goal. So I think that's what we spoke about before is that sometimes you don't have a clear defined goal. You're not, you didn't decide that you for sure want to do this. You just have some vague idea of what you want to do. So same like with my exercise, I really was successful at it when I really made a plan and I decided I'm exercising. This is how many times a week. This is the workout that I'm doing. So always define the goal. And the more clear it is, the better, because then your brain doesn't have to start guessing in the morning when you wake up, what exercise am I doing? Where am I going? When am I doing it? So have that clear, clear, clear goal, the clearer, the better. Number two is to define the measure of success. So always know how you'll know that you've been successful. So sometimes uh, the, the success could be a feeling, maybe you'll feel more calm, you'll feel more confident. Sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a tangible result. You know, I'll, I'll get that promotion, I'll reach this income level, I'll be spending X amount of hours per week with my family. So always know that when you check back in, it'll be really clear and obvious if you were successful or not. Then the next step is to break it down. So always break down your goals into smaller steps. So this is especially important when it's a really large goal, right? Sometimes it's a year-long goal. It's a very big money goal. Um, but even if it's a smaller goal, those when you break down your goal, it's so much easier. You know, New Year's goals get a bad rep, but sometimes it's because, you know, we set this goal and then we just ghost it and we don't think about it again until the next New Year's. So, so a great way to stay on top of it is to break it down into small steps so that it's easy to stay on top of it. You know, you could plug those smaller steps into your calendar, your planner or whatever you use. And then also it helps propel you forward, right? So if you just set this huge goal, you only celebrate once at the end. But when you set those smaller goals, then you have those mini wins, those mini celebrations, which are so great to keep you on your game. So always like have small goals that you can plug in and stay on top of. And uh, the last step in this four-step process is to check in often. So again, like this is the beauty of having a coach and just breaking down your goals into small steps is that you should always be checking in because sometimes we set a goal that's way too large. Sometimes we set a goal that's too small. And then when we check in, we can always make tweaks. And this is, this is also sometimes the, the thing with goals is that it's really important to find that perfect stretch. So you should always be pushing yourself because, you know, when you don't push yourself and it's easy, you're not as, you know, excited about it. But then when you push yourself too much, sometimes then it's just too big and you get overwhelmed and you're not setting yourself up to win. So it's definitely important to work on your mindset because oftentimes we're so much more capable than we think we are, but finding that right stretch. And then of course, having that accountability and having that mindset. So that's what we were talking about before. If you really want to be successful in your goals, make sure that you actually think it's possible. You know, if you think if you're setting a goal to make double the amount of money this year, but deep down you think that making money is hard, you're not going to be successful, right? So you always have to check your mindset and see if there's anything there that might be holding you back from your goals. But I have a lot more to say on goals that I know we'll talk about in March, but those are like my quick tips that are like, if you're thinking of something, make sure you check those boxes. Those are really great tips, you know, really great tips, very easy to understand. That's what I love uh, about your work and, and how you approach your work, Beanie, is it's practical. 
you know, it's not all this convoluted, I will never remember all of this. This, this is really good. These are really good practical steps. Have a clearly defined goal, have how you're gonna measure that tangible or intangible, these measures of success, break down the goal into smaller steps. And I love what you say, when you break down the goal into smaller steps, then you have more wins. You have more times that you can actually celebrate and that actually keeps you motivated and, and actually increases your level of confidence to keep moving forward and then check in often, having your coach, having an accountability partner, um, and even just checking in with yourself, you know, just how am I doing? How am I feeling? And um, so those are really practical steps that I think will help. I think they will help a lot of people um, maybe move forward in, in their goals. Um, yeah. So I think we've covered everything that was, you know, we talked about covering, but I want to give you an opportunity to see if there's anything that you wanted to share that we haven't really touched on just yet. I'm trying to think. I know that something, you know, you were just talking about the mini wins. So it's interesting because I think that when, when you really do break down your goal and you focus on the mini wins, it, it really, really helps you move forward quicker. So I know that like when I started my business, I, of course, and I still do have big goals and dreams that have like a clear plan of where I want to go. But when I only focus on, you know, a certain income level or a certain amount of clients, sometimes if, you know, if and when I'm not there yet, it can be hard, but then I'm always reminding myself and checking in like, wow, you know, I got a certification and I made a website and I have clients and I, you know, I've been on podcasts and thinking about all those things always put me in such a great mood and like get me to show up in an even greater, more powerful way rather than I set a goal to, you know, have 15 clients and I'm only at 12 or I'm only at 10 or whatever that is. So don't underestimate thinking about the positive, even sometimes if things feel small. And if you feel like it's hard for you, if you have a spouse or a friend or somebody that you want to ask, you know, get them to help you celebrate your wins, because that always really um, helps you move forward so much quicker in your goals. Yeah, yeah. So such good advice. And I feel like the time has flown with us, but it's been chock full of really good stuff. So thank you so much. So I have a final question for you. It is all about your aha life. You know, this is the name of the, the podcast, my brand and, and my work and, and coaching and all that I do. I want to just, I ask all of my guests this, what does the aha life mean to you and how are you living your aha life? Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a great question. I've loved getting connected with you and reading more about the AHA life and your podcast. It's been, it's been such an amazing experience and I'm so looking forward to staying connected and involved, but yeah, yeah. Um, the AHA life to me um, means really tapping into what matters most to me. And so I feel like often and definitely before I got involved in coaching and I've been working a lot more on this is not just thinking about like those external goals and always reaching that next step and being successful, but really figuring out what matters most and how to fuel that into what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So for me, and I've been thinking about this since I, I knew you we were going to chat about this is for me, what's really important is connections, relationships, service and growth. And so I really try to weave that into my day-to-day -day life, you know, um, connections. So making these new connections, you know, me and you and so many other people that I've been meeting relationships, I've been 
working really hard at strengthening my relationships. And, you know, even though I have a lot of goals, I take the weekends off, I spend time with family, um, service. So always trying to be of service and give value to anyone and everyone that I meet and growth. I'm always looking to, you know, listen to a new podcast, attend a training, read a great book, because I think that really the sky is the limit. And especially with coaching or just in general, you could really only take people as far as, as far as you've gone yourself. So it's so important for me, um, to do the work. And, you know, like I say, when it comes to balance, for example, this is something I wanted to mention before, but people say, Oh, there's no such thing as work-life balance. I know for myself, the balance balance is what's balanced to me. Right. So I found my balance and my balance maybe isn't what's your balance, but I help people, um, really find what's possible for them and figure out, you know, if, you know, maybe it means spending 50, 50 at work and at home, some people balance 80, 20, some people balance is just a feeling they feel more confident and calm. Sometimes it's, so whatever it is, I help people, um, figure out what's possible and not listen to what people say. Like there's no such thing as work-life balance, or you can't make money without hustling, but really you know, figuring out what works for them and how to make it possible. Because I think these days we see so many different types of people, right? We see people who don't wake up really early and still make money. And we see people who work a couple hours a day or whatever that is. So I think I'm an example of what's possible. And I want to show other people how they can do whatever it is that's possible for them without sacrificing their integrity, their values, or their priorities. Wow. I mean, your passion and your expertise is just palpable. It's so great to just listen to you talk about this and then get, I get excited all, all over again as well. So Beanie, Life and Leadership Coach, how can listeners find you and contact you? Yeah, so I'm in a lot of places. So my website is my name, beanieklein.com. And um, I'm on Instagram on, under Beanie Klein. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, all under my name, Beanie Klein. And I have a free Facebook group actually on Facebook called Crush Your Goals, where I do um, trainings and I put out a lot of content about goal setting and just around all the topics that I talk about, time management, balance. So you can join my free Facebook group. You could chat with me on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Um, you could email me, beanie at beanieklein.com or uh, chat with me through my website. I would love to stay in touch with you all. Yeah, cool, cool. So we'll put all of that in the show notes so that people will know um, how to contact you. And this has just been a wonderful conversation with you. Thank you so much. I look, I, now that we're connected, we're kind of, you're kind of stuck with me, Beanie. We're oh, absolutely. Kind of stuck with me. And um, we'll continue our collaboration together. I look forward to it. And thank you so much for being on your AHA Life. Me too. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Come back again for another episode that will inspire you to live the life you dream about and the life that you're meant to live. Now head on over to my private Facebook group, The AHA Community, and to Instagram at tanya.youraha.life and let's continue the conversation. I'm Tanya Harris Cornelius and this is Your AHA Life.